Praise the Lord, everybody. I just want to welcome you real quick for those that are coming in. Um, this is Reverend Ray. This on when Christmas Speak Talk Radio. Now today's broadcast, of course, is the bread of life. Amen. And we're going to talk about a couple of things. Amen. That God has given us ministry. Amen. Amen. And um, hopefully we'll be able to get this done. I don't know why my camera is looking all messed up on, on Facebook Live. But um, I'm asking you just to bear with me for a few minutes while we continue to get things figured out of here and everything. I'm glad to be able to speak today with you. Hey, man, this is a topic that I've been working on for a while. We talked about it back in um, maybe a couple of Fridays ago. Amen. And I'm excited about being able to do that again with you. Amen. So um, I'm looking forward to uh, the word. This is definitely a word not only for you, but also for me. Amen. Um, in this season or this timing that we live in, there, there is so much that is going on within within the world and all around the world and different nations and everything that we have to get to the point where we begin to trust in God, amen. So we're gonna talk about um, God's plan for us. This is this will be part two. Um, I didn't think I put a link on the page for part one, but God gave us specific instructions. There's specific timing and there's specific outcome, amen. So that's what we're gonna talk about a little bit. Most of y'all know I don't like doing Zoom, but I'm trying to be an immediate, okay? All right, so just bear with me. I'm a little rusted with this whole setup and everything. Amen. So let's first of all, let's go ahead and I'll give you a couple of the announcements of stuff we got going on. I want you to remember the History Bound and Grace with Minister Vanessa Williams is every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Um, Challenge to Change with Pastor Paul Morgan is first and second Wednesday at 7 p.m. Declaring the finished work with Pastor Paul Pat Randall, it's, a, it's the first and the second Thursday at 12 noon. Friday Night Joy is the first, the second, and the fourth Friday at 7 p.m. The Bread of Life is the first and the third Sundays at 7 p.m. Our weekly prayer is called Midday Glory Prayer with Reverend Gwen Dixon. It's every Wednesday at 1 p.m. This is a free conference call. This is a mighty awesome woman of woman God praying. The dialing number is... Two six seven eight zero seven nine six zero five, and the access code is seven three two four nine nine. You can always go back and listen to it uh, by dialing two six seven eight zero seven nine six zero eight, and then an access code of seven three two four nine nine. Our monthly broadcast is as follows. Lifeline with Apostle Shirley Jones is every first Monday at 7 p.m. Adoration with Evangelist Lewis McElwain is every third Monday at 7 p.m. Spiritual Nuggets for Truth with Minister Carmen is, uh, is every second and fourth Monday at 8 p.m. Matters of the Heart uh, Singles Ministries is every third Friday at 7 p.m. We just had an awesome Friday a couple of days ago. Amen. Um, Bold and Beautiful is every second Saturday at 10 a.m., our three real life real men real talk is every second Sunday at 7 p.m. And marriage takeover is every fourth Sunday at 7 p.m. with Pastor Eric and Pastor Tamika Thomas. Um, you can listen to all the broadcasts on Eastern Time, 
I've been listening to them live. You guys can go back to the archives on Blog Talk Radio on whenchristianspeak.com, Spreaker, Apple. We are all over the place on about 11 different platforms. You can either get us or listen to us. Amen. And we're grateful for God for that. Again, if you have a desire to sow a seed into the ministry, we have a 501c3 company. You can do that by going to whenchristianspeak.com. And there's a link that says, help us. We need your help. You can click on there. Click on that. Or you can send us cash up at dollar sign when Christmas. Amen. So we are grateful that what God has been doing with us. We've been doing this now for a little over, a um, little bit over like nine years. <laughs> We're going on nine years. Amen. So we've been around for a while. And it's truly by the glory and the and the power of our awesome God, not for anything that we're doing, but just the, just the awesomeness of God. And we're grateful for that. And one of the things that um, we, we are, I'm pleased to announce that we have a listener base in like over 130 different countries, something like that. Uh, people from all over the world, you know, uh, different countries are tuning in, you know, and I get updates and everything and, and prayer requests. And we just uh, keep, the, the world, not just the United States, in prayer. Amen. So uh, with that being said, let's go ahead and open up in prayer. Amen. Father God, we come today first to give you thanks. Thank you for your many grace and your blessing, God. Thank you for bringing us a mighty long way. We realize, God, that we can't do this by ourselves, that we need you, Holy Spirit. Come, Lord Jesus, today as you prepare us for a word that you've given us, God, all of us, God. We need a word from you. It seems like the enemy is raging, but we need a word from you. We need your help, God. We need your direction. We need your healing grace, your power, God, your anointing. God, we can't do anything without the anointing, without your without your Holy Spirit. So come, Holy Spirit, come, come with all your might and your glory. And you begin to set the atmosphere. You begin to do the paradise. If you begin to prick the hearts of men and women, so that somebody might cry, oh, what must I do to be saved? What must I do to change my life around God? You begin to make us salt, light, and power, God. So they might not see us, but they might see you, Jesus that we might not chase anybody away, but bring them closer to you, God. We realize that we're living in the last, that we see the hand that's writing on the wall. So, Father, today we submit ourselves into you and say, come, come, Holy Spirit, today. All across the world, in, in the different lands, in the different tongues, God, we pray that you will come, God, shake us up, bring forth a revival in this world that we live in today for the elect's sake, for those that you have called for such a time as this, God. We pray today, Holy Spirit, that you will show your glory, God. That even when the enemy comes against us like a flood, that you will raise up a standard, God. You will raise up a banner, Holy Spirit. And a banner might stop the enemy right in their tracks, God. We pray, God, for all of those that are going through different sicknesses and diseases, God. You know their name. You know their situation. We pray for those that have lost love, one 
this week alone, Lord Jesus. We, you know their situation. We pray that you will send ministering angels to them, God, and, 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 and to be able to, uh, to shine a light upon them, God. We know that there is nothing too hard for you to do, God. So, God, we know that everything has a, a, a specific timing and everything has a specific outcome. And everything, God, that you have given us, God, have a specific instruction, God. So we want to put our ear to you, Lord Jesus, and hear what the Holy Spirit is saying to us today and begin to move forward with that, God. We thank you in advance, Holy Spirit, for those that are listening, God. We pray, Holy Spirit, not only for them, but we pray for their their families and their families' families, God. We pray that you would break come forth like a mighty rushing wind, God, and allow your spirit to dwell upon their families, their sons and daughters and granddaughters and aunties and uncles, God. We pray for there are even those that are in prison today, God, that you will begin to do some, something fresh and new within their life, God. We pray for those that are out there on the street, God, those, God, that don't even know you, those that have given up hope, God, those that have turned their back on you, those that have backslided, those, Lord Jesus, even in the pulpit, God, we lift up the, the preachers and the elders and the apostles and the bishops to you, God, and we pray today, today, God, that they will turn, God, unto you like never ever before, God. They will come running unto you, that they will see and understand that there's a hand that's writing on the wall, that they will see and they will understand, God, that there's a cry that's going out into the wilderness there's a cry that's going on into the wilderness. Today, God, we are praying that you would do it for your namesake, that you would bring forth your glory, Lord Jesus. Today, God, we are praying that today, God, that whatever they even meant for good, that you would have turned it around for our favor. We will forever give you all the praise and the glory. In Christ Jesus' name, amen and amen and amen. Amen. Again, I want to welcome you to When Christmas Be Talk Radio. Today's broadcast is the Bread of Life. I wanted to continue off uh, with a topic that I did a couple of Fridays ago about Pacific instructions, Pacific timing, and um, Pacific outcome that, that God's plans for us. And I'm not going to really try to go back and, and um, read because it was a lot of last time I talked. I gave a lot of scripture. I want to encourage you to go back to listen to it on the link that I put on, on the page. Amen. You can go back and listen to all of it. Amen. What I want to do is just go back to the, uh, a little bit, talk a little bit about Pacific instruction. I want to close out on that. And then I want to um, go ahead and, and get directly um, um, into some, some other things. But one of the things I said last, that a couple of weeks ago was that when, when following instructions will, will lead to the best results, the best outcome, and more than enough. And I begin to give you different scriptures to prove my point to you, how the resources always could be in our, in our favor when we follow the instructions of the Holy Spirit, okay? How the results going to be in our favor is going to have the best outcome possible when we begin to listen to the things of God. How the results going to be in our favor when we begin to understand that there will be more than enough. Amen. So I want to read the scriptures and then we're going to um, go, go on to the next topic real quick. Okay. I'm not promised not to be with you long and everything. And I'm praying hopefully that you can hear me and I'm coming through clear. Amen. And this is coming out of 
First Kings chapter 17. I want to go ahead and read this in its entirety. It's a lot, I do realize that, but it's important that we get because we're talking about specific instructions, okay? And it's talking about Elijah, that Tishbite, who was one was of the inhabitants of Gilead, said unto Ahab, Ahab was the king of that day and time. And he said, As the Lord, as the Lord God of Israel lived before whom I stand, there shall not be dew nor rain these years, but according to my word. In other words, Elijah, it shall like King Ahab and everything. And, and all that was listening, that look, there is, there's not going to rain <laughs> and stuff like that. Those things going to shut down. Ahab wasn't following the instructions that God has given him to be a king. You know, he was listening uh, to Jezebel. And Jezebel had more or less taken over a lot. And he was following after the gods of Jezebel. He wasn't listening after the gods of his fathers and, and everything. He, 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 the, a prophet was in his midst. And even then, he was still a, a rebellious, a disobedience, and not to be able to follow instruction. And verse 2 says, 1 Kings 17 and 2 said, And the word of the Lord came unto him, saying, Get thee hence and turn thee eastward, and hide thyself by the brook Cherith that is before Jordan. Again, God has given specific instructions to Elijah, okay? And then it said, And it shall be that thou shalt shall drink of the brook, and I have commanded the ravens to feed thee there. God did not only give him specific instruction. But was giving him things that will sustain him while he's there. And it said, And it shall be that thou shalt drink of the brook, and I have commanded the ravens to feed thee. And so he went and did according to uh, to the word of the Lord. For he went and dwelt by the brook Sherith, that is before Jordan. And the ravens brought him bread and flesh in the morning, and bread and flesh in the evening, and he drank of the of the brook. Amen. See, you see, because he's following the, the instructions, things are beginning to take place. Everything that God said to him has come to pass. And it says, and it came to pass after a while that the brook dried up. Uh-oh, here we go. And because there had been no rain in the land. Remember, he had caused a drought to take place and stuff like that, okay? And the word of the Lord came unto him, saying, Arise, get thee to Zaharifah, which belonged to sitting and dwell there. Behold, I have commanded a widow woman there to sustain thee. So he arose again, followed the instructions, and went to Zarephath. And when he had came to the gate of the city, behold, the widow woman was gathering another sticks, and he called to her and said, Fetch me, I pray thee, a little water, a little water in a vessel that I may drink. And she as and as she was going to fetch it, he called to her and bring and said, Bring me, I pray thee, a morsel of bread in thy in thy hand. And she said, As the Lord thy God liveth, I have not a cake, but a handful of meal in a barrel, and a little oil in a cruise, and behold, I am gathering two sticks that I might go in and dress it for me and my son, that we may eat it and die. She, she had a plan at that time. Some of us might be in a place that is very barren and we have very little to hold on to and stuff, but the, the man of God is, is, is coming to you and giving you instructions. And then verse 13 said, Elijah said unto her, fear not, 
Go and do as thou hast said, but make me there a, a little cake first, and bring it unto me, and after make for thee and for thy son. This is what 14 it says, For thus said the Lord God of Israel, The barrel of meal shall not waste, neither shall the cruise of El fail until the day that the Lord sent his rain upon the earth. And she went and did according to the saying of Elijah. And she and he and her house did eat for many days. Again, following the instructions of the Lord. God had made a, a promise. God had made a covenant with her. He had prophesied that, that you would, well, you would, it won't run out until the rain returned into um, to the earth. And the, and the Bible 16 said, in the barrel of the meal wasted not, neither did the cruise or fail, according to the word of the Lord, which he spake by Elijah. Elijah, according to the word of the Lord that he spake by Elijah. Amen. According to the word of the Lord. When we follow the instructions that God has given us, you know, line by line and letter by letter and stuff like that. We we go everywhere. We follow every the word that God has given us. It will come in our favor. Amen. It will be in our favor. We just got to do it. We just got to believe that he's going to hasten to perform his will. Amen. We got to just hold on and know. Amen. That he will hasten to perform his will for us. Amen. We got to believe it. And know it's true. Amen. We got to believe it. Uh, Pastor uh, Magus, thank you. I see you. Blessings to you. We got to believe it. I want to um, go on. I, I, again, I want to encourage you to go back and listen to uh, the, the the first part of this. Amen. It was done a couple of weeks ago. You can find it on Blog Talk Radio. And I want to talk about real quick. And again, I want promise not to be before you long. But I want to talk about real quick. Pacific timing. Okay. I want to talk about Pacific timing. Pacific time, even when Elijah was talking about the rain, it was a, only for a season, you know, and everything. If you go back and read in First Kings, they'll tell you when the rain finally come. But there was everything that God said that I only have a, a, a Pacific, um, um, has a Pacific instructions, but it has a Pacific time and everything has a time. And there's a scripture I want to read real quick. I think I read it in the first one. Um, it comes from Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verses 1. It says, to everything there is a season and a time for every purpose under, under the heaven, a time to be born, a time to die, a time to plant, a time to pluck up, which that it is planted, a time to kill, and a time to heal, a time to break down, a time to build up, a time to weep, a time to laugh, a time to mourn, and a time to dance, a time to cast away stones, and a time to gather stones together, a time to embrace, and a time to refrain from embracing, a time to get, and a time to lose, a time to keep, and a time to cast away, a time to rend, and a time to sue, a time to keep silence, and a time to speak, a time to love and a time to hate and a time of war and a time of peace. There is a specific timing 
that God has for our life. Notice I'm saying how, because I'm including myself with it. There's specific timing and everything. And we need to be aware and alert about the timing of God. We, the worst thing to do is, we can do is do something before it's time. I'm reminded in the scriptures that, uh, that, that Jesus, uh, when he performed the miracles and turned water into a wine, his mother came to, came to him and, and asked for his help. And he said, it's not my timing yet. It's not my time yet. All through the Bible, he talks about certain things were taking place. They wanted to make him king, but it was not his time yet. And they wanted to, to stone him and they wanted to do him in, but it wasn't his time. Everything has a timing. Everything has a timing. Um, I'm coming from Galatians chapter four, verses three through seven. It said, even so we, when we were children, were in bondage under the elements of the world. But when the fullness of time was come, in other words, when the time was right, was come, God sent forth his son made of a woman made under the law to redeem them which were under the law, that we might receive the adoptions of sons. Verse 6 says, and because ye are sons, God has sent forth the spirit of his sons into your heart, heart crying, Abba, Father. Timing. The timing of, the, of Christ was specific in nature. It was prophesied. And the way that he, the timing of his death was specific in, in nature. It was prophesied how he would die. It was prophesied who's to be around him. Timing. Verse 7 says, Wherefore thou art no more a servant, but a son. And if a son, then an heir of God through Christ. All because of Christ's timing, specific timing. We are reaping the benefits. All because the Christ died on the cross, we are reaping the benefits of it. You know, we have something to, to praise God for. We have something to glorify him and to magnify him for his goodness and mercy endured forever. And when I think about the goodness of Jesus, my soul cries out, hallelujah, thank you, God, for saving me. And I'm looking at Ephesians chapter 1, verses 3 to 4, it says, blessed be God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ, according as he has chosen us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame. Before him in love, before the foundation of the world, before the, we even understood the essence of time, he called us. Yeah, <laughs> while we was yet in our mother womb, while we was yet just a thought, I mean, he knew us. He knew our ups, our downs, our turnarounds. He knew our yay days. He knew, knew our nay days. He knew our happy days. He knew our glad days. He knew the days that we were hurt. He knew the days that he knew the number of tears that would come from our come um, come down our face. He knew all of that. Amen. He knew all of that. The scripture says that he is Alpha and Omega. He's the beginning and the end. You know, he's a <laughs> He is a he's infinity. He's infinity. The God that we serve, timing, our timing, our timing in this world that we live in is limited. Okay, 
we are born, but there's a time for us that we are born, but it's a time that we will take our last breath. But if you're Jesus Christ, if you're accepted Jesus Christ, then the timing is you will go to sleep in him. But there's a time. It's a timing. A specific time. Amen. I want to read a couple more. I think I'm coming from, um, this is um, Ephesians, uh, same chapter, verses 5. It says, having predestinated us unto the adoption of the children by Jesus Christ to himself, according to the good pleasure of his will, the timing of us has been predestinated us unto the adoption of children by Jesus Christ to himself according to the good pleasure of his will. It ain't about me and it's not about you, but it's about the good pleasure of his will to the praise of the glory of his grace wherein he hath made us accepted in the beloved in whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins according to the richness of his grace wherein he hath abounded to us in all wisdom and prudence. He did that for us. Amen. Said so, verse 9, say, having made known unto us the mystery of his will, according to his good pleasure, which he, which he had purposed in himself, that in the, in the dispensation of the fullness of times, he may gather together and won all things in Christ, both which are in heaven and which both and, and which are on earth, even in him, in whom also we have obtained and inheritance, timing. We have an attainment and inheritance. Sometimes I believe that we forget to or don't remember who we are in Jesus Christ. We need to understand that we are those that have been called for such a time as this. We are those that his anointing has fell, fell on. We are those that have been not only called but chosen. You know, we are those that have a purpose and that have a, God has a plan for us and, and a task for us. And I have to tell myself daily is to keep moving, to keep stepping forward. Don't be weary in well-doing, but stand. And after you have done all you can to continue to stand, to continue to stand, to continue and stand. Because in Ephesians chapter 1, verse 11, it says, In whom he also obtained that inheritance, being predestinated according to the purpose who, of him who worketh all things after the counsel of his own will, that we should be to the praise of his glory, who first trusted in Christ. Because we trusted in Christ, and, and because God called Christ the Son and the living God and everything, and everything that we. <laughs> Our heirs and joint heirs, timing, you know, you know, timing. There are somebody out there today that don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, but there's a timing that God has specific just for you. And he's the one that will call you when that time out of darkness into the marvelous light. Yeah, I'm going to say something controversial right now. I'm not going to tell you to stop doing what you're doing, but I'm telling you that there's a specific time that you're not going to want to do what you want, you're doing anymore. There's a specific time that would take place that you would just say, that's it, I can't do this. And you would turn to God because God said, I'm going to cause you to serve me. I'm going to put my words in you. I'm going to put my words into your belly and you will know there was nobody but God. You will be able to take credit and say, I did this. I stopped smoking. I stopped fornicating. I stopped it. But God said, I'm going to call you to do it for my name's sake. 
He said, I'm going to put my hoof into your mouth and cause you and bring you closer unto me. Timing. It has a time, and sometimes with our children and our loved ones, we 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 try to preach at them constantly and down their throats and and give them my gospel. We're, we're bugging them and we're begging them to go to church and to get saved because we want them to to know the, the the righteousness of Jesus Christ, and we don't want them. Let's call it what it is. Don't want them to go to hell, and so we want them to make it to heaven and everything. But they're doing everything they wanted. I know that, for example, that when my mother used to pray this. Prayer, prayer uh, for me. And I, and I used to hate for her to pray this prayer on me. And her prayer was, Lord God, when he go out to the clubs, don't let him get in and rest. Don't let him get in and rest. Don't let him have a good time and everything. Now, but I've already heard that prayer because I had talked to her earlier. And she prayed that prayer. And I used to like, can you stop praying that prayer? You know, but she never once stopped because she believed that one day all her sons and her daughter would accept Jesus Christ as the Lord. That all her sons and her daughter, would they, they would have no excuse because God would have dealt with them in a particular way. And she held on to that faith. And today I'm still here by the grace by the grace and the mercy of our almighty God. But I'm also here by the timing of a mother's prayer. A mother's prayer that didn't get weary, even though she saw me doing all sorts of crazy things. A mother's prayer that kept on praying, even though I was saying, nay, nay. She was saying, yay, God, yay. A mother's prayer. Timing. Time is, is important, specific time. But I couldn't receive Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior because I was one that had backside and took the time he was right. In fact, it took the death of my brother to bring me into Christ. It took, took the, the passing away of my brother some umpteen years ago to make me realize where will I spend my day? Where would, when I leave this world, where would I go? And I remember that day like it was yesterday. It was the first day of a brand new year. And I rededicated my life over to Christ. Now, I rededicated but because there was so much stuff that would be the timing. There was a process of time that had the heart to go through. There was some, some nooks and crannies. There was some healing and deliverance. There was some ups and downs. There was some tear aches and there was some hurts. There was some disappointment. There was some joy. Yeah, but there's a lot of tears. There was a process of time that I had to go through, a specific time that I had to go through. And I had to deal with those things. I had to deal with the anger issue. I had to deal with unforgiveness. I had to deal, but it took time. It didn't happen overnight. I'm telling you, it didn't happen overnight. I wasn't all all all, all the time saved. I still did some things and backstood it. But yes, God and all his mercy through the timing brought me to the point that I am now. Timing is important. Timing is important. Pacific timing. Pacific timing. Amen. Pacific time. Let me do, just read a couple more verses. I think I stopped at verse uh, 12. It says that we should be to, to the praise of his glory who first trusted in Christ. That we should be to the praise of his glory who first trusted in Christ. Timing is important. Timing is important. I remember in, in the Bible, there's a scripture that talked about, um, uh, I think it was, um, I think it was Nan, man, the, the young man's name, but he was short in stature 
and everything. And he wanted to see Jesus. And he was so short that he had to climb uh, a tree. Amen. And, and when he climbed the sycamore tree and stuff like that, he was able to see Jesus. And Jesus looked at him, up here at, at him <clears throat> and said to him, this day, I will be at your house. He had to be on that tree that specific time. Then I think about the woman with the issue of blood. There was a specific time that she couldn't get to Jesus. So she was trying to get to, she, she was unclean blood and she was trying her best to get to Jesus. She was going through the crowd and she believed in her heart that if she could only touch the hem of his garment, that she should be, she should be changed and she should be here. She believed that. And through and so by her timing at that specific time, he said that I felt the virtue going about valley. Because he asked the question, who touched me? And the disciples, no doubt, looked at him and said, Master, they people are thronging you all over. You say, Who touched me? But Jesus said, I felt the virtue. And she came for it was I. Because I've said that if I may touch the hem of your garment, somebody right now, you need to reach out and touch the hem of God's garment for your healing. You need to believe it and think, get that picture in your mind that you seeing yourself being healed. You seeing yourself proclaiming the gospel and the testimony of Jesus Christ. So get that in your mindset today that you're not only that, you see yourself delivered. You see your family doing well. You see yourself out of poverty. You see yourself magnifying God. You see yourself beginning to put away those things like drugs and those vices, whether it be men or women or whatever, anything that's contrary to what you see, you have to see yourself out of there. It doesn't necessarily happen all the way, and some people it does, but sometimes it's a process of timing. Sometimes it's a it's a it's a process of timing, it's a process of delivery, it's day by day. Paul said, I die daily. That means, that means I ain't completely dead, but I'm dying daily. I'm crucifying this flesh daily. We, they don't, nobody got it all together. If somebody tell you that they got it all together, you better run. Somebody come to you and say they got it all together, run. Run away from them. Because none of us got it all together. It's only by the, through the grace of God that we go. Truly, it's not by power, not by might, but, but through the grace of God, through, by his spirit that we do, that we live, that we're able to breathe. It's only through him that we were able to do what we do. I don't know about you, but I'm glad, you know, to be, to know that I'm counted with him. I wasn't, I didn't always get it. <laughs> didn't always made it, made some major mistakes that was in my life. But through the grace and the mercy of our almighty God, he has called me. He has called you. Timing. Pacific instruction has been given for your life. Pacific timing are the timing that when it will take place. The, the, the scripture said that write the vision. Make it plain. And don't it turn way on it. For it shall come to pass. Wait. Timing is important. The Pacific instruction was to write the vision. Specific instruction was to make it plain. The time it was to wait on it. Though it tarry, it will come to pass. Amen. Listen, y'all, I'm I'm done. I don't have a lot to do with it, but next time around, we're going to talk about that specific outcome. You know, we touched a little bit of 
all the you think you know when you we uh you are obedient to what God has told you to do, and then uh, we are expecting a breakthrough because we have been obedient. You know, specific instructions causes you to be there's a need for you to be obedient what God is telling you to do. Specific timing deals with waiting, but the outcome <laughs> is in our favor. The outcome is our expected end. The outcome, God gets all of the glory. The outcome, the world look at it go like, how are you still alive? I heard that you had a stroke. I heard that you had a heart attack. I heard that somebody told me that you were dead, but here you are alive and kicking and running down the aisle because God heard Job cry, because God delivered you out of the monk and the fire. I heard you was going to prison, but here you are right now testifying of the goodness and the mercy of the awesome God. Yeah, the outcome, y'all, because the instruction was followed, because the waiting and the patient was 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 done and everything because they're not complaining about it, but knowing that God was going to provide a lamb, but knowing that God was going to provide a way out, knowing that God was going to allow you to be able to see it through because of that faith, because of the faith, the size of a mustard seed, that you'll be able to move mountains. You know, listen, being able to move mountains, the faith of mercy, it's not for you, but it's for the glory and the honor of an almighty God. Amen. Let's go ahead and close out in prayer. Father God, we want to thank you today. We thank you for specific timing. We thank you for specific instructions. But God, when it comes to the specific outcome, we want to worship you like crazy. In fact, God, we want to begin to worship you at specific instructions when given. We want to do like they did around the walls of Jericho and begin to lift up our voice, God, and begin to praise you, Lord Jesus, and begin to lift up our voice like a trumpet, God. And then we see the outcome of following all those instructions, God, of all the time when the walls, God, come coming down, God. We're praying for walls to come down today, Holy Spirit. We're praying for walls to come down today, Lord Jesus. There have been strongholds that's out there. They've been holding many of us back. Today, God, we're praying for strongholds to fall down wherever they may be, God. Today, God, we're praying for strongholds to fall down. There may be someone, God, they're going through sickness and disease. We're praying, God, for them, the scale of sickness and disease disease to fall off right now today, God. There may be someone, God, that is going through struggle of depression and loneliness, God. We're praying for the distress, the demonic spirit of depression to be cast out Lord Jesus, to be cast out, Lord Jesus. We pray that you will give them a heart of encouragement, send your ministry angels to Lord Jesus, to let them know to do their self no harm, God. But because you have a specific instruction, because you have a specific time, and because there is a specific outcome for them, God, that they would know, Lord Jesus, that even now, you are yet near them. <coughs> We're praying today, God. For those, Lord Jesus, that may be on the streets, sleeping on the streets, God, and have lost everything. Those that are not in their right mind, God. We're praying today for those, those that have made a mistake, that they have 
uh, go down to the city and gave up the ghost to buy, when they went down to, to the city to buy meat for the soul. We praying even for those, Lord Jesus. We praying for, again, for every apostle, every bishop, every pastor, God, every uh, prophetess, God, every teacher, every elder, every minister, God, every clergy, God, the lay, God, we can have all the fivefold ministries of the body of Christ, God. We pray, God, you will bring us back into right fruit with you, Lord Jesus. We pray, God, that you put on us a burden, God, to please you, to seek after the things of you, a burden for the people, God, a burden for those that are suffering, a burden for even the government, God. For even them, God, we pray that somebody needs to be saved in the government. I don't know who they are, God, but we pray that your salvation to reach them, God. We pray today, Lord Jesus. We continue to pray for the Jews, God, the Israelites, God. We pray for the peace of Jerusalem, God. We continue to pray for those things, God. We pray, Lord Jesus, that your perfected will be done in our life, God. Break down every, break down every idol, cast out every foe, God. Anything and everything that stands against the authority of who we are, God. We pray, God, that you would bring back that first love. You know, what it was like when we first accepted you as our Lord and Savior. We had that zeal for you. And that we couldn't shut up about you, Lord Jesus. That we weren't going to tell everybody. Run and tell everybody. This is what God did for me. This is where he brought me from. This is how he saved me. This is how he delivered me. This is how he kept me. We want to get that kind of zeal back. That we won't be afraid of the errors, God, that fly by the day or the turn that come back at night, but we will begin, God, to speak life and not death into the hearts of the world, of this world. We pray today, God, that we will stand in awe and sin not, God. We will be strong and we will not let go, God. We pray today that revival may take place within our heart, God, like never, ever before. We pray today, God, that your Holy Spirit, like Fire might come there and consume everything within us that's not like you, Lord Jesus. But we will stand still and see the salvation of you. That we will stand still, God, and see the salvation of you. <laughs> High glory. That we will stand still and see the salvation of you, Lord Jesus. Stand still. That we will not be weary and well doing, but we will not be afraid of, of anything. That the enemy come, like I said before, when the enemy comes against us like a flood, that you, God, you, you, Holy Spirit, will raise up a standard. That you will raise up a banner, God, and your banner is worship and praise. Your banner, the enemy can't stand against. Your banner, the enemy coward, coward, and cowardice, God. Your banner, God. He can't stay. He go in the opposite direction when your banner is before us, Lord Jesus. He goes in the opposite direction, God, because he has no power on, over us, Lord Jesus. He has no, one, uh, no authority over us, God, but he is made underneath our feet because of you, Jesus. So today, we give this day to you, our families, our loved ones, our friends, the people that we work with, those that <laughs> those that hate us, Lord Jesus, or dislike us, you know, those that call us peculiar or strange and all these other things, we pray for them. Yes, we do. We pray for them today. We do say this prayer in Christ Jesus' name. Amen and amen. I want to thank you 
uh, for tuning in. That's from the uh, thank you, Sister Roberta and Pastor Megan for ministers of us on earlier. God bless you. Hope this has been a blessing to you, like it's been a blessing to me. Don't forget, I got another one coming called Outcome. Oh, there'll be part three of Outcome. Outcome, outcome, outcome. You know, sick thing about that too. You know, begin to get that word in your spirit called outcome. I don't know about you, but I want a favorable outcome. In fact, the outcome has already happened, y'all. It's already happened in the spirit realm. We're just trying to catch up to the outcome that God has already promised us. All we got to do is continue in the instructions <laughs> and continue in the timing, and we're going to get that outcome. You know, the outcome, the, the best outcome for me, I'm only going to me, is that when I get to heaven and hear him say, well done, you've been good in favor of a few things. That means I didn't always get it right, but you've been good in favor of a few things. Come on up here, and I'm going to make you ruler over the minute. A few things, y'all. Outcome. Amen. God bless you. Again, this is Wood Christmas Be Talk Radio. The broadcast today has been Bread of Life from Reverend Ray. You know, God's plans for you has specific instruction, has specific timing, and specific outcome. God bless you. This is Reverend Ray. We're signing out. God bless you. God bless you. Amen. Now I got to figure out how to get that out of this. Okay, got it. All right. I'll talk to y'all later. God bless you. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.